Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. <laughs> are, you, are you applauding your computer now that it's finally deciding to be a computer? Oh, yeah, so far. Don't, let's... First guess, rule of yeah, Fight Club is we don't, we don't talk about Fight Club. <laughs> yeah, so just so the listeners know, there's about 30 minutes of pregame that's uh, currently in the toilet. From well, well, technical I think, difficulties. I think we got it to work, maybe, potentially. Todd hasn't flushed yet. <laughs> it's just sitting there. It's just swirling around the bowl. Right. I'm just hoping. I'm hoping uh, that we can, we can convert it to something useful. Yeah. I hope so, too. Yeah. But uh, guys, we're getting close to our Asheville trip. I know, I know, I can't wait. I can't wait. We've we've mentioned a couple times on the show, uh, kind of in passing, but we got a, what two nights, three nights in Asheville. Yep. And yep. we're gonna go to all the best spots. All of them. And uh, then tell our listeners about which are the the actual best. Yeah. Um. I know you sent a list the other day of like nine spots you gotta hit or whatever, and. Uh, we had a go. We have the, a goal. We have yeah. We have a goal. We're going. We're going for a plus plus. <laughs> we're gonna hit them all, and uh, it, it'll be even better. I'm very excited about that. It'll be um yeah, be a lot of fun. I'm very excited. Uh, I've actually was I was talking to like uh Dana, and I was I was like, oh man, I only have to work one more. Did you forget your wife's name? I was gonna call her Mrs. Beardad again. So. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw <laughs> the, the, the wheels turning there. <laughs> yeah. And um, I was like trying to think of like what what medium I was on right now. And uh, but anyways, I was talking to Dana and we were talking. uh, I was like, oh, my God, I only have to work one more weekend. And then I work like a partial like day and a half. And then we're we're going to Asheville. Yeah. And I was debating on reading that list on the podcast or not, because it's really just for us. Right. But who knows? It might give some more context to our trip and which ones we hit up, which ones we skip. Because there's a few on there that are like. This brewery is only 40 minutes from downtown Asheville, but it's incredible. I'm like, eh, okay. We're hitting <laughs> right, them all. Right. Maybe that one's maybe that one's skippable. Right. You know. I mean, looking I just I just perused the list and two of the nine I have been to, the other ones I have not. So I'm I'm very excited. The two being yeah. Burial and Wicked Weed. Those two we we had been to, but I mean, mm-hmm. we're going to go back to both of those places. So <laughs> Oh man, I'm I'm excited. I hope I hope I'm ready. I hope I'm I'm geared up for it. Like, you know, liver wise etc so uh. <laughs> over oh, have you been practicing to train your liver practicing my drinking yes that's what i do every week with you guys have you been practicing on your own time <laughs> you know you know golfers don't just Not... go out onto the golf course on you know thursday and start trying to win the pga tour my liver hasn't been hitting the driving range uh, <laughs> all that much but um no i guess just what i drink on the podcast will have to do for the most part i did go I did go to trivia at Bonsai last week, so nice. a little bit of extracurricular beer drinking. There you go. They have their uh, tequila barrel aged beer back. It's their spring release every year, so that one's uh, that one I always enjoy. I'm happy to know that they came back. Um, you know, I know they close every like winter for you, right? So you're left. With... Yeah, that's a COVID thing now. Mm-hmm. But uh, yep, Bonsai's back, and uh, they only have one week left of trivia before the tourist season starts. So. It starts that soon, right? Huh? While I can. Oh yeah. Yep. It's already starting to get busier and busier really? here. Uh huh. Is it still like snowing? No, it hasn't oh, snowed okay. in like at least f- six or seven days. Oh, it's yeah, basically, basically. <laughs> <Yeah. solid. laughs> Is there snow on the ground? 
on the mountains, yes. Okay. Not not uh, on the tall ground. There's <laughs> not in the valley. Yeah. Like well, right. I guess like what next week like glacier opens, right? I mean, that's the it's Memorial Day, right? That's the day. Well, no, glaciers open year round, but the going to the Sun Road doesn't open over the pass until like this year, not till June twenty seventh. They said it's gonna be the earliest they'll open it. Mm. Oh. It could even be later, depending on how the snow plowing goes wait so there's still so that that road that we drove up that still has snow on it Ta- like like a hundred feet of snow the one wow, where that's my, a lot of snow holy shit <laughs> going to the going to the sun road is has a hundred feet of snow on it well you we were there in august and there was snow on Not the, on, on the, the road no but i mean <laughs> they gotta plow it they gotta they gotta Get it out of there. It doesn't just disappear, I guess, is my point, if there's still some in August. I, I, mean, I, think, I think the first time we saw snow was very far into our trip. Yeah. But again, that's I like mid August, right? So, yeah. No, there'll, there'll be a lot of snow. I was up there biking this weekend, and uh, there's snow even at the low elevations there. That's nuts. Weather is different in different places. That is what we say here <laughs> on the podcast. It's why people um, tune in, really. They want to hear about the snow and well, where it is and where it is. Or isn't. the not snow, one of the two. Exactly. It's true. We can now, also tell them about in old. <laughs> we can also tell them about old sports news too, if you want to tell them that. That's true. Did the Celtics win? The Celtics are currently beating the Miami Heat, seventy-three to fifty. Seventy-six oh, wow. to fifty. Okay. Damn. Well, congratulations, Celtics, on I'm sure. And they're going into the fourth quarter in the championship game. There's no way this will come back to bite me. <laughs> uh, in the championship series, I should say. But, uh, man, all this talk of our favorite topics makes me really <laughs> thirsty. It's beer 30, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Because it's beer 30, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. All right. All right. All right. Now, Todd, I heard you worked up a sweat earlier today. I did. I did. I was out there um, trying to make a patio. I think that I think that deserves a beer. You know what? I I agree with you, Obert. I I would love <laughs> to give myself a beer. Oh. Um, uh, and now, it, but is the patio done? It is not done. I still have a couple more days of work. Okay. Never mind, Chris. You're in. <laughs> <All right, okay, so. laughs> I have a beer. No, no beer until the job's done. <laughs> Damn, I got a lot of work left then. I have to take some <laughs> yep. days off of work. <laughs> now, what do you got this week? So, I brought a beer that I've mentioned before on the podcast. It's by uh, one of our favorite breweries, but I feel like I'm... So, next weekend, I'm going to Barreled Souls um, Stay Puffed release. It's a big, like, member party where they release all the variants of Stay Puffed for the year. And so, I've been trying to clean out my supply. I think I've had a stout on this podcast for the past, like... You know, 10 times I've been on the podcast now. So I was inspired by Chris trying to clean up my, my bottle supply. It turns out I have a lot more bottles than Chris. So <laughs> I keep on drinking. All the more reason. That's true. Uh, so this one I we've talked about in the past, and I thought I would bring it on the podcast because it's two of our favorite breweries, and they've combined to make a beer. So this beer is called Crazy Squares 2.0. It is um, It was bottled on July 2nd. 2021. This is bottle th- 34 out of 1500. It's 10.8%. Ooh. It's a barley wine and it's brewed with cinnamon toast crunch cereal. Wow. Yes. So the okay. so the breweries so, not a stout. It is not a stout. I thought it was a stout. I was wrong. 
The breweries, though, this is where I think everybody's going to be the most interested. It is Barreled Souls, obviously, and then they teamed up with Southern Grist. Oh, wow. Nice. So the logo on the beer is a whole bunch of crazy uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch characters trying to drink beer. And what's it called? Something Squares again? It is called Crazy Squares 2.0. Okay, Crazy Squares. (laughs) Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Have you had the 1.0? I have not. Oh, Okay. okay. So hopefully this is good. I can't imagine that Southern Grist and Barreled Souls making a bad beer when they brew it together. That'd be very strange and odd to me. It would be. Um, yeah, there's some rumors going around that some of the Connecticut breweries have headed up there this year to to brew. Um, Coles Road is one I know for a fact went up there to brew. Okay. Um, you know, I've heard that Tox may have gone up there and, and done one as well. I've heard that Abomination uh, most definitely went up there and did one as well. So... I think I have Good to things st- to come. Yeah, I don't Some know how long I want to releases. I don't know how long my wife is going to allow me to stay a member of this place for with all the bottles of beer that we bring home. But I think I at least have to hang on until next year because if Coles Road's doing one and Abomination's doing one and Tox is doing one, I I don't know how I can't get those. Right. So the it's beer a tough life out, you have. I gotta that say is, that is a rough life. <laughs> so the beer poured out. Yeah, it's pretty dark, but I want to do a little bit of a light test. I thought about this this week as a different way to kind of test out the the SRMs or S- SRMs SRMs of the beer is to put a light behind it, so you can oh, see light okay. shining through it. But it's still pretty dark without the light. Um, head yeah. has stuck around for a while. So wait, Just so to- what SRM are you giving it? I think like a fifty, probably. Uh, I don't think it goes that high. Yeah, it goes but- like thirty-five, doesn't it? I think that's yeah. Thirty five is like black. Well, we always say a billion, so um, I'm gonna. I guess I'll say a twenty eight. Okay, so you're just shining a light through it, just to shine a light through it. Yeah, pretty much. Correct. Okay. I felt like I think, it was. I a... think just you know, like by just by looking at it, you're like, oh, it's a billion SRM. But then you put the light, and you're like, oh wait, is it a billion SRM though? Right. It's a it's it a good a billion SRM test. Uh huh. Got it. <laughs> I can see most of the light. If I was walking out in the rain and it looked like that, I'd be able to see a car coming at me. That's all I'm saying. It's the car coming at you in the rain test. Yeah, like this flashlight's just too bright. Wait, I wait, mean, hang on. So give, what if you what if you were walking in a sea of this beer? Would you still be able to see the car before it hits you? I guess is the question. Yes, because the light shines through, so the, the headlight okay. would be on. You'd be able to see but it. But it wasn't just one glass of beer's worth. It'd be like the entire distance between you and the car I believe filled with this beer. I believe my oh, but stop trying to. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm the engineer here. Look look at me. I am the engineer now. I'm the engineer okay. now. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. I'll stop messing with your, with your <laughs> light rating. Oh, I've engineered this up. I don't need a real engineer to come and get involved in my engineering. Okay. <laughs> um. So on the nose, it does smell like a barley wine mixed with... Basically, if you took Cinnamon Toast Crunch and poured barley wine in it, that's what it smells like. Okay. You get some it of those... Ni- sp- you've, you've used this analogy before with other cereal beers. I have. It's grossed me out, it's grossed me out every time, but I, I'm not buying it. So so on this, I smell a lot of the um, like the, the barley wine like spices. And it blends very nicely with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch aspect of the cereal. Uh, kind of forming a little bit of a cinnamon toast crunch meets uh, like some of the like Belgian spices, like the like the plums and the the bananas, like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't know if there's anything more to say about this beer. I really thought my light scale was great. So without further ado, let's dive on in. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. It's not. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. Okay. Well, I taste none of a barley wine in here. The okay. only thing that the only thing that makes it that makes me think that it's kind of a barley wine is that it doesn't have like the chocolate flavor of a stout. Um, surprisingly, and this is something I will say about this beer because. As we all know, Barreled Souls has that very Barreled Souls prickly taste. It definitely tastes... It doesn't have the same pringly flavor that Barreled Souls normally has. Which is interesting, because that means that Southern Grist had some type of control over the carbonation aspect of this the, beer. The pringleness. The right. pringleness. Um, no, but flavor-wise, it's just straight Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It's like you're... It's like I'm eating a bowl of cereal. There's no hint of barley wine at all. Maybe some of the... Like, the breath aftertaste afterwards, as, like, you're breathing out, maybe has some of that, like, really, really ripe banana flavor, but it's very, very subtle. This might be the best barley wine I've ever had, because it doesn't taste like a barley wine. <laughs> Does it taste like Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yeah, it I was gonna ask. like, straight Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Like, I've stuck my face in a bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and that's, that's, that's what I'm eating and drinking. I get Sweetness tons of and everything? S- super sweet? Super sweet, super cinnamony, um, not a lot of toasty? bread. No toasty. Okay. Not a lot of bread flavored. That's I mean, that's one thing of the barley one that's not coming through. And this is decently warm, too. Um definitely not none of not a lot of the barley wine flavor, which is, in my opinion, good. But if you're a big barley wine fan, probably wouldn't like this as much because you're you'd be expecting some of those plums and prune flavors. Really solid beer. Um, not the best Barreled Souls beer I've had. I will say that. I think that this one is kind of overpowered by the, the Cinnamon French Toast Crunch. Just because you would think that you taste some of the beer, which you don't. Which means that I could I could chug this beer right now. Like, that's how much I don't taste the barley one. I could just whoosh, right down the throat. Because that's all it tastes like is sweet, cinnamony goodness. Maybe uh, uh, just pour a shot of it into your next bowl of cereal. Oh, there I think, you go. Over, I don't think you'd be grossed out by this one in your cereal. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just the idea just sends shivers down my spine. Well, beer and cereal. To, just to let you know, whoever shows to my house first, there is, I think I have another bottle or two of this beer here. Okay. The race is on. And I know I we're mean, seeing each other in a couple of weeks, but I, I was going to say, just bring one it's down. Very, it's, <laughs> it's very difficult to travel with a bottle. No. I could. I guess it's, I could pre-mail it. There you go. I mean, if it shows up late, it shows up late. It's fine. <laughs> Luckily, I'll put a tracking number on it. That way I know if it showed up or not. Yeah, there you go. No um, getting around the, uh, I don't know, I didn't get here till the day after you left. Yeah, I can see Chris be like, I don't know what happened to it. Hide, hide the box. Hide the box. Dana, hide the box. Um, no, I'm, this is really good. I'm going to give it. I'm gonna give it a four two five. Okay, I think it's That's a. Solid. I think it's a really good beer. Uh, it's a really good barley wine because I'm not the biggest of barley wine fan, but it does miss something that most. It does miss like usually Barreled Souls is really good at like blending their adjuncts in with their beer, so you get the beer and the adjunct. But you know Southern Grist of what I know of them, they do a lot of their weird styles, and it tastes like the weird thing that you're trying to to drink. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. The beer flavor. And I think the the carbonation, I wish Barreled Souls would take a, a note and do their carbonation this way, because this is the best carbonation I've had out of a Barreled Souls beer. <laughs> if you're listening, Barreled Souls, take some notes. Take I, notes from Southern Grist. I will mention it to them next weekend, too. I will say something and be like, hey, hey. turn down the Pringles. <laughs> so you said how many bottles were there of this beer? 1,500. 
Okay, well, 359 of those have been checked in on Untapped already. And like I said, I think I own one or two more bottles of this. So. Yeah. Well, no, I'm assuming that um, Southern Grist has their own bottles, too, that they probably aren't numbering. Oh, you know maybe. What I mean, that could be it, too. But uh, like I said, 359 check-ins on Untapped. Huh, that's not a lot. No, um, it is not. I think the people are going to be similar to me. I think they like it. Um, it's Barreled Soul, so it's going to be over a four. I don't think they're going to be in love with it. I think that a lot of people expected would expect to, to taste some beer out of this, too. That just, it's severely lacking. So I'm going to give it give it a four, two, one. Pretty close. Very close. Can't get any closer. It's a 4.22. I could get closer then. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get any closer while still being wrong. <laughs> it's funny the way you're talking. Like, it's going to be above a four, but people don't like it that much. I was thinking, like, he's like, oh, I'm thinking he's going to be in like a 4.0, low 4.0s. Little Listen, did I I'm... know you were like uh, honing right in on it. Right. I said they're going to be similar to me. <laughs> you did say that. Yeah. You did say that. That's I thought true. you were going to go higher because, I mean, those are two very, at least, I mean, you know, Bear of Souls, but also Southern Grist got that hop hype. So I, I didn't know if it was if it was going to sway you high. So Yeah, so something tells me that I don't think I don't think Southern Grist gets any of these bottles. I think they show up to do the collaboration, and I think that's it. Because I was talking with uh, Paulie at Cole's Road, and he was like, no, he's like, I don't get any of these bottles. He's like, they're going to come down here and brew with me here, but but not the other way around. He doesn't get any of the bottles he helps them brew. Huh. I guess that kind of makes sense from just like a distribution logistics standpoint. But. Yeah. Well, sounds good. I'll drink it. Listen, it's really, it's still really good. I just, it's, it's, something is missing. I think the beer is missing out of my beer. Fair. Good, good note to close it on. So, um, I will pass it off to, to whoever is the most thirstiest out of you two. <laughs> you can go, Chris. Okay. All right. Obert has decided he's not thirsty. I have to go get my beer. And I think I only have a twelve ounce can for tonight, so it's it's not beer thirty and Obert's not thirsty. That's beer twenty. Chris got ten minutes. That's the alternate version of the song. Ah, uh, should have had Jenna sing that one. It's quarter beer. All right, so I have a, uh, you know, we talk about all this all this cereal, right? Um, and what's a perfect uh, thing to have before you eat your cereal? Milk. We we weed. <laughs> Munchies, right? That's I mean, how, that's I mean, I guess a... for a certain sect of people, weed before cereal is probably what they do. Wake and bake, baby. Hey, um, there's nothing wrong with a with a late night bowl of cereal. Right, right, right. We've all been there. We've all been there. Um, well, I have uh, the first offering I've seen uh, from uh, Tripping Animals Brewing Company, which is out of uh, Doral, Florida. So. Doral. Doral? Is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Well, Doral, Florida. I guess you could tell Chris has not watched a lot of PGA golf. I, I have, <laughs> I've, well, I've never heard that referenced, so no. How do you pronounce uh, the, the W town in Massachusetts that has Wormtown in it? Wusta? <laughs> Why? Just, just towns of weird pronunciations. It's not that, like, it's not that bad. Faith, what did, what did you get? What is, what, Dor, Doral? Doral. What did I say? Doral? Yeah. Yeah, you rhyme well, like coral. Yeah, which is how it should be. <laughs> Florida like, get really on. ride him with corral. Dor- yeah, I guess corral also. But oh well. Anyways, um, but I, I got it because look at this. Look at this beaver. <laughs> it's, it's a high beaver. <laughs> Very stoned, eating a potato chip. Stoned or beaver. Something. 
Um, and this is called Busy as Daggy, which is a sour ale with black currant, blueberry, and mangoes. Um, so it, sounded, is it sounds really good. Daggy or Daggett, like the old angry beaver? You know, it is Daggy, but I believe it is in in homage to Daggett, the old the old angry beaver. That's that's what I that's what I picked up from it too. So, because um, I remember Daggett makes, used to be used to smoke weed on the show. He was yeah he was the 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 more eccentric one. Um, the stoner. But yeah yeah I'm very excited. Um, this was recommended by by my good friends over at Ultimate Ales, of course. Um, and uh, very excited. Oh, it smells good. <laughs> smells good out of the can so far. I was not expecting it to look like that. I like I like the look of this beer right now. Oh, this oh, there's like the the last little bit was like like smoothie consistency. <laughs> All right, there it is. It is gorgeous. It's a beautiful beer. Oh my god! Like, wow. It is. It is like a amazing. Um, I don't know. I don't even like what do you, maroon maroonish maybe like light maroon. It looks more like a cherry red to me. Cherry red. Okay. Yeah. I'm. Like, I was gonna say like a like a bomb pop red. Now, hang think, on. Hold a shine a flashlight through it for us. Oh, hold, hold on. Let me, go, let me get my phone. Hold on. Hey, it's an official test now. This is a flashlight test. I'll see. Yeah, I want to know if if like there was a car with headlights driving through oh, it. No. Oh you Can't no. see him. You no can't way. see the headlights. I'd You'd be, be dead man. See? I'd be a dead man. See? <laughs> I'd be a dead man if I was in a, a sea of this beer. Um, but it it's is super, a, a, it's super thick. It is a, it is a, yeah, it is thick. It's a gorgeous beer. The head is already dissipated. It was a little bit there, um, but it is. And and the smells, the smells. Hold on. Oh, okay. Now that it's not in the can, I, I was getting some more of the fruit inside the can. When it's out of the can, I get more of the sour, the sour flavors from it, or sour uh, smells from it. So, um, so I'm I'm very excited to to give it a try. And that's what I'm gonna do now. Yeah. Titties, titties, titties beer. Just the thing to get you grinning ear to ear. Whether you're from the country or the big old city. One thing for sure, everybody loves titties. Okay, all right. Um, so I'm gonna start off by saying it's more sour than I thought it was gonna be. Um, I was expecting, um, I was expecting like your typical fruit sour where it's like, yeah, I mean, it's a sour, but it's sweet and fruity. And though I get some sweet and some fruit, but like I get a, a good, a good bite. Like it's a nice, good bite of sour. Um, now looking at it, I mean, you think about it, black currants and blueberries, they may not um, be strong enough to like fully overtake a sour beer. The mangoes, though, I thought we we're going to do a little bit more. Um, I get a lot of the black currant and the blueberry. Uh, more so than I do the mangoes. There's a little hmm. bit of sweetness underneath, which I attribute to that. But there's a lot of tartness in this, um, and it kind of gives like the the ending flavors is like it's got a very strong sour uh, tones to it, which is not bad by any means. Not what I expected, especially by the way it looks. Um, definitely looks, looks, looks more like a fruit smoothie. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was expecting when I was pouring it out. But um, uh, it's definitely a little different than I thought, though. Had a couple more sips. Definitely, I think my tongue's getting used to it a little bit. It rounded out a little bit more. Still more sour than I thought. I do get a slight hint of mango. It's not super overpowering or anything. Um, the blueberry and the black currant I get way more, though, um, like throughout. It's a good beer. It's a very good beer for a brewery I've never heard of that I bought, basically, because it has a funny animal on the on the front. Um, well, it's a good beer. It's solid. Um, let me see. Definitely, definitely a little bit of pucker factor, which I don't, which I, which I 
don't I don't dislike. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it four. I'm gonna give it four. It was it's it's a good beer. Um like I don't know I think if I got more mango, a little bit maybe a little bit more sweetness, it would have brought it up a little bit more. Um or maybe maybe even throwing lactose into it to give it a little a little because it's it's not it's it's not like a thin beer, but it's not like super thick like some of those other milkshakey stuff. But it's right, a solid right. it, it's a solid sour fruited sour. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a four personally. My personally, I'm giving it a four. So there you go, four. All right. This is so just to clarify, this is busy as dagging, right? Not that yes, that's great. Not daggy's been busy. Busy as daggy. Okay, so what I've learned is this is brewed in uh, conjunction with a brewery in New Hampshire, Decidious, which oh, okay. I've never heard of. De- Decidious? Deciduous? Deciduous? Deciduous. Maybe it's Deciduous. I think it's Deciduous. Seems about right. <laughs> I, think, I think I've heard of them. Um, I think my older brother has gotten them before, um, but I, I don't know if I've even had a beer by them. Well, you've, you've kind of had one now. So... <laughs> Out of 1,544 ratings, okay. what do you think Untapped thinks that this is? Oh, boy. I literally have no idea. Um, I like to think they're going to like it. I like to think they're going to be around me. I'm going to say... I don't think it's going to be that... It's not going to be that high, I don't think. I can't get more than a point off, right? Like, um, I'm going to say 4.04, score not found. What? It's an HTML joke. Yeah. You wouldn't get it. It's really funny. <laughs> so fun. You know what? Hang on. I have a I have a noise for this. Is it applause? I got an applause. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. Uh, so, no, you are off by, by 0.1. So it's a 4.14. Okay. All right. Okay. Better than, that, better than I imagined. All right. Well, you know what? Good. Good for them. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of them. <laughs> I always whatever whatever the brewery beats beats my guests at Untapped. I'm like, you know what? Good, good for them. <laughs> Except for last week. Last week they got it wrong. Untapped was wrong last week. But um, okay, four point one four, not bad, pretty good, yeah. not bad at all. Yeah, over two, which two well rated beers. Yeah, Let's see if I can follow it up. Uh oh. So this week I have old brewery new beer. This is a limited release Taurus Imperial Stout. From Bozeman Brewing Company out of Bozeman. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I like their slogan, drink till empty. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I picked this one up because I had never seen it before. It's a limited release. Bo- uh, Bozeman makes some really good stuff. Notably, their Bozone Pale Ale is a really popular one. Um, I, don't know, I don't know anything about this other than it's an Imperial Stout. We'll find out what we got here. You know, it's... In this, uh, I feel, I don't know how to feel because you had such a, you both have had such wild beers on tonight's episode that mine is just a little more basic, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm missing out in a way, <laughs> but sometimes that's good. You know, you got to get back to the basics. They can't all you know, be so basic beers are delicious. They are beers or be, uh, you know, crazy fruited sours. Right. But like I said, little 12 ounce can, my 12 ounce glass, nice head retention. Gotta say, some solid lacing hanging around. Hey, um, yeah. Hang on, let me get my flashlight real quick. Yeah, we gotta do the light <laughs> test. Let's see. Does the flashlight penetrate? No. No. Nope. Oh, see, you'd be dead. You'd nope. be dead like me. Uh huh. Yeah. If there was a car driving at me at night, uh, and this was how the night looked, forget about it. 
Listen, you laugh, but it seems like a good analogy now, right? Save sure. your life one day. Save my life one day if I'm ever driving, trying to cross the street filled with beer. Um, but yes, a billion SRM. Um, I like this line they have on the can. Tread lightly with tourists. You know what they say about messing with the bull. So, interesting. Black, mysterious, and bold. Crafted with the fortitude and strength of the bull Taurus. Roasted barley and victory malt provide a strong foundation to support the, an ample ABV, which weighs in at 8.8%. Not crazy. Not out of this world, but, you know, worth noting. For a 12-ounce can, that's pretty boozy. Yeah, I guess that's fair. You know, 8% is nothing to sneeze at, but definitely not a, as high as yours. No. All right, I'm going to dive in. And this is the Imperial Stout, you said? Yeah. Drinks a beer from the glass, but that's boring. That's good, good, yeah. That's more likely to pouring. I have the German accent, and so of course I love beer. But how much can the good hold? Eins, zwei, drei, eins, zwei, drei, vier. Das gut. Okay, let's see. I get that roasted, those roasty, toasty notes on the nose for sure. Um, it smells almost a little um, metallic, you know what I mean? And as I take my first sip, those are the two most prominent flavors I get. It's um, a very nice full-bodied stout, very clean. Um, you know, the taste falls off the palate pretty quickly. It's, it's uh, for being 8% alcohol, this one doesn't, doesn't hang around. It just is a quick, quick drinker, I'll say. What can I say about this beer? Um, it's no frills. It's just a stout. <laughs> um, you seem disappointed a little bit. I don't know if I'm disappointed. You know what the problem was? Was that I saw that this was a limited release beer. And I know that Bozen makes some really good stuff. And so I picked it up without really looking very closely at it. And I was hoping it would be something a little bit extra than just like, here's an Imperial Stout for you. Because this what it is. And it is a good Imperial Stout. Um, if I had it in the tap room. I would enjoy it if I was looking for a stout to go with dinner. This one would be great. It's forgettable, though. It's not like, you know, I think every brewery in the world can make this stout and probably should have made this stout. It's like, you know, it's a a staple. It's a staple beer. Um, Traditional, I would guess, like an English malt or English hop uh, backbone behind this beer. Nothing that's really going to stand out in a stout. Lots of those roasty, toasty black malts, for sure. Um, doesn't blow me away. Three and a half. It's okay. fine. It's All a good right. beer. Yeah. Um, I'm going to continue I'm, to enjoy it. I'm very sad for you, though. I feel sad for you. The way you described <laughs> it, I, like, I don't know. I just, I, I'm sorry, Obert. That's all right. You know, maybe as it warms up, normally I take them out beforehand, but uh, this one is fresh from the fridge into the glass, into the recording. So maybe it'll get some more notes as we continue through into our handles. But, um, you know, sometimes you just need a stout. And much like you, Todd, I'm also cleaning out my fridge. This is, I have one beer left to review in the fridge before I go to Asheville. I know this has been in there for a while since my last trip down to missoula where i bought this beer from but um because they don't get like the limited release stuff from boson doesn't make it all the way up to the flathead valley very often um so yeah i know i know what i have for my beer reviews and they're nothing too crazy but um you know sometimes simple beers are all you need right now of the 149 other people that check this in do you think the simple beer was enough for them 
I don't think so. I don't see this breaking the 4.0 barrier, um, which I think it's fair to say 4.0 is kind of the, the untapped threshold between like an above average untapped beer and a below average untapped beer. Yeah, I probably. Where would you put the line? My there average or three or three seven five. Yeah, my yeah. average my average on Untapped is a three seven five. But I mean, if you're looking if you're looking at a beer with check-ins, like if it's below a three point nine, I'm like, okay, this beer's not one that Untapped likes that much. If it's above, a I four, probably wouldn't order it. Looking at a restaurant, if at a, right. the, if I saw the beer at a restaurant and I saw that it was a three point nine, but I saw one that was like a four point one, I'd probably get the four point one. Yeah, obviously. Right, yeah. but and I think it's fair to say that like it's not that hard to find a beer above a four. So I think that's what I'm saying. That would be what an untapped would call a good beer, you know. And that's what I don't think this makes it there. I maybe I'm just I don't want to get too sidetracked here from my guess. So um, I'm gonna say this is a like man that could be this could be anywhere. And Todd's so close. Three point eight eight in honor of episode one eighty eight. Oh man. Um, well, you were you were close, closer than me. But not close to the okay. time, sadly. Um, it's a three point eight zero. Okay. So, so it's yeah, it's you know, it's a it's that that to me that's should a, that's, have reviewed a, this beer eight episodes ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 Missed opportunities, damn it. Uh-huh. Um, so, um, but yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I don't know. It's yeah, I, it's it's funny when you think about that. Yeah, like uh, just an imperial stout. It's like yeah, no frills. Just yeah, three and three not three seven five. There aren't imperial stouts though. I like more like um, right. The Midnight Oil I remember from Beard was an exceptional stout that was really just the same thing where it's just simple malt backbone, but uh, I think they might have had a little bit more punch to it. You know, it was a little bit of that motor oil consistency. Right. This right. is just like you know, it's a stout. Yeah, it's stout. Um, okay. Well, with that, um, Tud Hong Kong Conk Hong Kong Conk. Thank you. Thank you. That means. Still keep my lead, man of the people. Let's let's go over to the board here. Let's take a look. I've almost earned my other check mark back. You have. He's gonna he's gonna start move. He's gonna move your name up. <laughs> go go above. Ted's at, at twenty three official tally marks. It'll be great in like you know a couple more tally marks when I earn that that random one down at the bottom there. Because I'm then I'm gonna I'm jump ahead two. All right. I'm here for that. Okay. Yeah, Ted's been Ted's been putting some good work in lately. So yeah, he's been super close, and <laughs> yeah, uh, and I've lost multiple times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I love. I I wish I wish we could go back. I wish there was a way to go back in time and like. Um, if only we had a record. I know. If only there was a way to go back in time, but you know, obviously there isn't. End of story. But like, I remember. I very distinctly remember Tud and I battling it out with double digits. I think Ober had like one or two for like the longest time. <laughs> I had three. And now, and now look, now look, now look. He's he's hot on hot on our heels. Yeah, well, hot on my heels. And then till t- till I went to tally jail, then things went downhill. That's true. <laughs> but all right, um, before before we get to honk Todd all the way into into his frosty mug. First, Jordan, take it away. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom. Drink. 
Dog of Wisdom! Finish Jack Lovato. As always, checking out Wreck My Podcast. Um, without further ado, uh, it's that time we pull out the frosty mug from the hand from the freezer with the three handles. <laughs> from the handle with the freezer. Yeah, Miss <laughs> Peacock. Um, we fill it up with advice, games, movies, recipes, presents, you know, stuff, whatever you want, anything you want can go in this hand in this frosty mug. Um, Todd, giving it over to you, fresh out of the freezer. What are we doing? Thank you, thank you. So, um, you know, I'm going to go first because okay. what better way to start off the mug than by adding some nice sweat to the mug? This is like a whole beer and cereal kind of thing, I think. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, no, so I, I follow, I, this is a weird handle because it's an Instagram handle. So I'm, I'm directing our listeners to go look at somebody's Instagram handle. And that's called Golf Wad. So G-O-L-F-W-O-D. So for those of you who don't know, um, you know, you know, hashtag TudFit. You know, we're always trying to keep fit around here. But I've also recently gotten into CrossFit. And one of the things in, with CrossFit is the workout of the day, which is abbreviated Wad. So there's this guy on Instagram who posts workouts every day that also help improve your, your golf game. So, um, so he kind of blends them together. So he'll say, Hey, do you need to like work on the power of your swing? Well, here's an exercise for you. And he will post a workout of the day to make your, your golf swing faster and obvious or, or more powerful. And obviously, you know, you want to repeat it a few times, but he will give you like do five rounds of six exercises a piece. And every day he will add, you know, he adds a different exercise onto his, his Instagram handle. And so, you know, if you want to stay hashtag TudFit, but you also want to improve your golf game, go check out Golf Wad. Okay. Interesting. What, like, give me an example of your favorite workout from him. So he's got a few that, like, that kind of teach you, for lack of a better term, coordination, which kind of helps with your swing pattern. So yeah. I've done a few of those just trying to just, you know, work on my, work on my swing path and just kind of get me a little bit better at staying consistent. Okay. Do you need equipment or can you do, like... This, all it's all with like push-ups and body weight and stuff. No, no, it's standard CrossFit equipment. So you know, sometimes there could be resistance bands. Sometimes there's like a medicine ball or a slam ball. Um, sometimes you need a barbell to do squats and deadlifts and stuff like that. And sometimes there is body weight stuff, but it's it definitely is geared more towards a CrossFitter. Okay, interesting. Mm, that's cool. But if you have access to a normal like workout gym, you can do all these things in the pretty gym. much all that stuff there. Right. Yeah. Very neat. Thanks, yeah. Dad. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep everybody healthy. Um, so I'll and, hand the mug And off. better at golf. That's true. I want everybody to be really good at golf. The more people are good at golf, the more people I have to go golfing with. <laughs> and the so faster a, that they'll get off the course in front of you, too. That's right. true. It's I want everybody in front of me to get the hell off the course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will hand the mug over to Obert. Okay. Um, this is kind of a follow-up from Chris's handle from 
two, three weeks ago, where he had the polka clicker game. <laughs> yep. I, I've been addicted to my own clicking game, and that's the cookie clicker. Um, Clicky clicker? Cookie clicker. Cookie clicker. I think cookie clicker was the OG clicking game. Um, the premise is there's, you load up the website, and there's just a big cookie that you click on it, and you earn a cookie. And you click another one, you earn another cookie. Eventually, you click on it so many times, you can like hire a grandma to start baking cookies for you. And then you can, <laughs> and then you can build like a farm to farm cookies. And then you can make a cookie factory. And uh, like these things exponentially grow and grow and grow. And um, seems like a very simple, straightforward game. The whole goal is to just build more cookies. Uh, you know, I've, I think, I think I'm pretty much done with it now. I think I've finished all the fun things that you can do. I'm up to like at one decillion cookies, <laughs> which is what comes <laughs> after nonillion. But, um, even though it's a deceptively simple premise, you, you do unlock some fun, some fun story stuff with it, including to the point where if you hire so many grandmas, you can eventually open up a portal to another dimension and end up starting the grandma apocalypse, which um, is as fun <laughs> as it sounds, for sure. So if you like Cookie Click, if you liked Poke Clicker, or if you were like, that sounds fun, but I don't really like Pokemon, try Cookie Clicker, because who doesn't like cookies? Right. True. I've officially started my journey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be, there you go. I'm going to be clicking. I'm going to need new, mouse, new mices. There you go. Um, yeah, one tip I didn't learn. I those are called mice. Yeah. Ah, mices. <laughs> one tip I didn't learn is you can, if you hit, uh, I think it's alt, shift, number lock, hold it down, you could turn your number pad and do, uh, to click for you by hitting the number five. So oh, save, save some of that, that mouse action. But uh, uh, yeah, it was fun. I hope you enjoy it, Chris, or whoever else listens to this. <laughs> I don't I'll think buy. it's very mobile compatible. I think it, it works better on a PC or tablet, but um, right. well, I don't know. Find out. I only did it on my computer. Well, possibly stand by next week for maybe another idle game from me. <laughs> there you go. I should have gone before you, Ted. But okay, that, that leaves Chris. What do you got for us? So we got, we got sweat. We got cookie clicker. Cookies. Uh-huh. cookies. Um, so obviously the last thing, and this is something, a new addiction of mine as of today, actually. Pokemon. Uh, uh, Pokemon. You know, have you heard of, the, have you heard of this thing? You can get addicted <laughs> to of, it every day. Have you heard of this Pokemon? No. Um, I stumbled across, and I know, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast or we talked about it off stream. Can't remember. But, uh, um, one bite, uh, pizza reviews with Dave, Dave Portnoy, um, on Barstool Sports. I fell down the rabbit hole today. And it's just, it's never ending. And all it makes me do is want to eat pizza. But basically, he's like the the guru of pizza reviews online. Uh, and he'll post like a three to six minute video about him going, visiting a place uh, and rating the pizza based on what he thinks. And um, he, he says New Haven, Connecticut has the best uh, pizza in the world. So, you know, hey, good. There you go. Kudos to them. But um, I, it's just... I fell. I, I just fell down a rabbit hole. I, I I watched one. I thought he was. I thought he was kind of funny. I thought the pizza looked really good. And then next thing I know, I'm subscribed to him on YouTube and uh, watching him in the shower. Obviously, of course. <laughs> no, no. But I was I was watching him a lot today. You so know, um, if you have a if you have a, tw- a a Twitter handle, you should tweet at him and be like, "Hey, I watch you in the shower." 
<laughs> he'd probably respond too um so uh so there you go if you especially if you like pizza if you like food review shows whatever it may have you um like he's is he from boston is he from boston he sounds like he's from from boston yeah um, barstool was was started out of boston yeah so he's 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 a, this boston guy th- accent and everything and he travels all around the country and um and and even in toronto and stuff like that uh trying all these like local hidden gem pizzas and um and he rates them and it all it makes you just want to eat pizza it's it's <laughs> it's all it's 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 entertaining i enjoy it so uh check it out we'll put a link to i guess the youtube channel in the show notes because that's where i watched most of it um but uh, if you're looking for shower material maybe like just you know a light shower shower video it sounds like you could turn through a few of these in one shower yeah i mean they're like they're like three oh, chris's shower length i mean probably all of yeah. his backlog three to six minutes uh give or take depending on uh you know what 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 the what the deal is or what the story is so um yeah i was cranking through them today it was it was it's good stuff it's good stuff well with that uh we'd like to thank you for listening i'd like to thank barreled souls and southern grist for their crazy squares 2.0 the barley wine with cinnamon toast crunch i would like to thank tripping animals brewing company uh and in uh deciduous uh deciduous brewing company for the uh busy as daggy not so easy reading it from the side of the can we should not I trip said, animals by the way i almost said a different huh we should not trip uh, animals for fun oh oh yeah no 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 uh, no i almost said a different brewery name that's why it took me a second to find it <laughs> and i would like to thank bozeman brewing company for their taurus imperial stout Please make sure you head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also, make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Um, also, head over to Patreon and for as little as a dollar a month or for as much money as you'd like to give us per month, for what you think it's worth, you can get an extra episode of Drinking Alone with Friends. Um, probably, we'd like to say at least once a month. Um, we have to talk to the, the assistant editor to see if we could bump that up a little bit. But for now, if you do want to go over there, though, we are trying to raise money to buy the world's most expensive beer that... You know, only costs eleven hundred dollars per barrel. Um, from Urban Artifact Brewery out of <laughs> Cincinnati. So, you know, get over to Patreon, subscribe, help help us reach that eleven hundred dollar goal. That way, we can buy ourselves a barrel of this beer. <laughs> also, make sure you head over to Discord and join the conversation over there. Um, and you know, in all honesty, please send us emails. Uh, Obert really wants to know what you have for breakfast. You know, I hope that I inspire like, somebody to eat. Do you like beer with your breakfast? Let me know. <laughs> And with that, thank you all for listening. My name's Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. I really want to try this $1,100 beer. Yeah, it's actually not that expensive. Well, it's for a whole barrel. Well, well yeah, but they say at the bottom it's 30 bucks for a four-pack. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. We just have to get the, the Patreon fly us to Cincinnati to buy them. Yeah. That's where they get you. <laughs> well, I do want to get a whole barrel. Okay. That's probably what we what we should do. Well, 42 we'll gallons, split them three ways. Cincinnati's probably... No, it's probably... What's a good middle ground for all of us? We'll have to put a kegerator there with a De- the barrel in it. Denver. Denver? So we'll all have to... We'll put a kegerator in Denver. It's just for us. We just fly in and out whenever we want a couple rounds, you know? Yeah. <laughs> at the at the airport, I think. Yeah. Well, I was I think that's safe. Put a sign on it that says, don't touch DAW podcast only. Uh-huh. 
I would hope that for eleven hundred dollars we could convince the, the brewery to put it into separate containers for us. Where's the fun in that? Yeah, right. What are you talking about? Maybe we could just get one keg with three really, really long tap lines. There you go. Oh, there you go.